0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. The final episode of True Bob- Bobcast, <laughs> season three. <laughs> now I'm found. Ugh, now Got I'm it. found. Here we are at the end of our journey for the last month and a half, two months, I guess. <clears throat> Living in the true detective universe, feeling the things that the characters are feeling, living the things, mm. having pop culture events and current events, actually, in the real world, juxtaposing against the plot, which is insane how busy did that. Uh, joining me, as always, is Mickey. Feeling shot. My nerves are shot after that finale. Yeah, man. You know, what a trip. What a you know? trip. Everything that... Um, I mean some of the things we talked about came true and other things completely Mm -hmm. did not come true and there was some reveals that came out of straight out of left field but I mean we'll get to them when they happen in the congruity of the (laughs) script I'm gonna start here at the top I mean uh, you don't get pre-credit roll do you? Uh oh. like before true detective begins you don't see like what happened on the previous episode i get that yeah. okay cool so in the pre-credits we see uh milking your money or excuse me making your money milking the pain the one-eyed man watts, watts. doing his thing Lumen large is the season's i guess uh, villain
1: was watts the guy in the trailer park remember they saw the one-eyed man and they got into the fight yes
0: that's him yeah, so it goes back all the way to that. And he's the one that said, wow, Jess, um, you... book signings, making that quote right there. Making your money, making the pain. First yeah. of all, the wind was howling last night. Oh, my God, yeah. The 50-mile-per-hour winds during the true <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Bob yes. Finale. Yes. finale.
1: Yo, my lights were flickering. Oh, my God. Nuts, man. Uh, I was in it. <laughs> I had... I, I, I don't know what I'm more nervous to do this podcast or watch the episode last night because I was just on edge and now I'm on edge again.
0: I don't know how to do this. Yeah, I know. I didn't know what to
1: expect. My nerves are
0: shot. The proper thing to start with is uh, the reveal of Michael Roker, as we talked about last week on the true 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 podcast. Podcast. The thing I wrote here in my notes was uh, through all this time. We thought Harris James was the chicken man. But in truth, it was Mr. Hoyt. He is the true chicken man. Yeah. And also his like whole appearance, man. That's great. We've talked uh, several times this season about the attention to detail of the costumes. Yo, He looked so raw drinking that bourbon bottle. You he know? drank the whole little handle. He's just like, I, I, I love the way he talks to Hayes, too. I know, because he knows everything Hayes knows. Well, you know, and I, ex- I, yeah, it's just insane. And we're, I know. Also, we're introduced to the scene, too, with like some great sprawling shots of the finger town. There, yeah. <laughs> You know, we see the uh, all those different shots. And we're looking around and then we're in the car with him and it's just super, super intense. You know,
1: <clears throat> did we even need to take notes? I thought.
0: I had to I actually have the most notes of the whole thing I have 10 pages of notes to get <laughs> 10 through. pages ring them up yeah. ring it along I have short notes but long amounts of them and the other thing too it's like crazy is it's like we've talked about this the time periods how they just go in and out of each other oh, this this episode nuts. is so insane that I had to like make like you know little like underlines where you know each part was happening and labeling each scene so I didn't get it messed up like a good old boy purple haze was making all these timelines up you know
1: it just wove in and out and uh by the end i mean we'll we'll we'll, we'll touch on that yeah but yeah tell me tell me you wrote down
0: wow poem i did i well you know what i wrote down from that scene <laughs> was not the fact that we were now pulled into a whole new time period we'd never seen we're we're post 90s where both mm-hmm. of them have moved on with their lives he's a security officer i guess at the campus she teaches that i don't know if you picked that up Mm -hmm. wearing that blazer, you know, representing and looking all sorts of happy too, you know they look like they finally got to the place they wanted to be but uh, I noticed that he was carrying a green apple, that's the only note I got from that scene what was the poem?
1: oh, I was just hoping you wrote it down
0: I do know that something she was reading leads to the fact of uh, reincarnation and stuff like that there was some themes of that that had played out or something, I've been following Pizzy, Pizzy, you know, and I I got a shout out from uh, Daniel Sackham Sackham, I saw that you know, I told yes. him uh, what a great job he did. He said, "Thanks very much, Bob." Wrote my name, spelled backwards is B O B. It literally translates to rice in Korean. You know, it means the fucking bob up and down the water like this. Pop, pop,
1: pop, pop, pop. <laughs> yeah, I think the uh, the poem she read was the poem they read in the first episode. It had to be. Mm. It had to be. Full circle Pizzy coming. You know how you like them circles. Pizzy, I gotta talk to you, man. You I gotta got in I the gotta, car. You know what this is about. I gotta take Pizzy to the barn after this episode.
0: Yeah, you're gonna take him out there to the barn, show him what's up. You know, Michael Rooker, he is so good in this scene too, cause like, you know, he's played Henry, you know, from Portrait of a Ser- Serial Killer. Mm. So we're expecting him to be this. Fucking crazy guy, but he really comes off as somebody who don't know shit. Just Except a for the fact, as we find out later, <clears throat> he had GPS in that car, so he knew exactly where Harris James was going. There was security cam footage. Never showed up for work. Hoyt's oh, ahead of the game, you know. He's ahead of the game, but he's chicken just a man. disheveled old chicken balls. Chicken, chicken Hoyt, chicken
1: balls. Yo, know, them fat caddies pulled up though in the woods, man. Mm-hmm. Did you see them hood ornaments? The yeah. hoard ornaments.
0: Mm-hmm. Let I, me um, ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. Do you remember? uh playing with hood ornaments back I, in oh yeah that was days. really really popular man It not playing per se but people would steal them off cars yeah and, and they uh, wouldn't do anything with them they wouldn't put them on chains or anything they just have them like yo check out this mercedes <laughs> Benz emblem i just hooked what was uh no what was the name for uh stealing back in the 90s it was just a specific one viking we used viking. to use viking, viking. from cbs yeah. the courtesy Vikings. store Vic the is Vic. big Vic is big Maybe hey, it's
1: the, Mitch Vic is big Maybe we
0: need to bring Those guys back They've been dormant For so long I <laughs> wonder like, what they're up to It's like the Bobcats version Of Laurel and Hardy I imagine they went the on Like boys. a Italian vacation together they, they went on like a bus tour We're going to Monaco Gained 20 pounds Eating all that food but yeah, man, I, I uh, sat in on a Wizard World um, <clears throat> convention uh, Q and A session with Michael Roker at the height of his uh, popularity with The Walking Dead, and uh, the one thing I, the things I recall from it was one, he never took off his sunglasses. Nice. Two, he used lots of profanity in front of young kids. Nice. And three, he just seems super confident, which he is as an actor. Can you imagine not being? If but you're yeah, Michael man. Rooker. Chicken, uh, Chicken Man also was in Vietnam Chicken Boss So he has that connection with Hayes <laughs> They're out there trying to see like common ground together I don't know shit I don't know where he's at Hayes. I thought for a moment too that Hayes would break I thought he'd push him off the cliff Something
1: But A lot of subtle A release. lot of subtle somethings in this episode A lot pussy. of subtle release Yeah Chicken Man had Hoyt or, um, Hoyt had Hayes by the balls Yeah he really did um, Just nowhere to go Nowhere know where to go. He huh. had the, the <clears throat> you know, the leverage of wild you and the wild kids. You. And, uh, like we're still getting questions. Like Hoyt doesn't know. And, and, and the acting convinced me that he didn't know. But how
0: didn't he know? Are we going to need fucking shovels? You want to swap confessions? Oh, oh. fucking love it, man. Pizzy. Harris James too, man. He said, like we find out more about him <laughs> straight murderer, you know, you know, terrible. Um, but the fact that both of those characters leave the scene unscathed, I was surprised with because I thought it was going to be a classic Pizzy death. I know. I these... thought that Hayes, you know, was going to go one way. But I mean, what can be said of this year's season is that Pizzy took us on a journey of like, we talked, you were the one that first mentioned the meta-ness. Mm. He essentially falls back on everybody's expectations of what it should be right. and gives us something that's completely new, you yeah. know? Yeah.
1: Pizzied through a curveball that kind of hit me right in the heart. Mm-hmm. And I'll walk you through that as we go.
0: In 2015, Harris James's wife they talk to. Is Hoyt that, dead in 2015? I, is Wowya well, dead? I don't think we, they're dead. We, Hoyt we might be. We'll get be. to that. But I'm saying, like, in this one particular <clears> scene where they're talking to Harris James's widow, there's a moment where Hayes, like, literally gets to say sorry. and they, they and, and Roland, they get to say sorry for killing your, you know... Your husband? I didn't even catch that. Yeah, it's definitely um, purple. Really, there's the one like she says something to which he, you know, he's like, "I want you to know I'm really sorry about that," and he like really means it in his eyes because let's for I mean like as what other actor has the season finale of his you know well followed show also coincide with the fact that he wins an Oscar? Right? At, I, I checked the. Let's clock. talk about that. He won the Oscar at 9:29 p.m. Okay, at nine twenty nine p.m., we're literally halfway through the season finale of True, True Bobcast. He he goes up there and accepts the award for Green Book, and uh, I was so I was stoked, man. I was just like, it's it's uh, he literally peaked <laughs> all at once. What do you mean? What other actor, though? Have any? Do you know any other actor that wins an Oscar as his show is airing on another network? McConaughey.
1: Didn't he win for Dallas Buyers Club? At the same time? Maybe. yeah. Uh, I wish
0: we had somebody look that up. Listen to me, <laughs> though.
1: <laughs> I'll give you five bucks right now if you could spell McConaughey, <laughs> All right. Here we go. Ready? All right. Hold on. I got to write it down because I don't know how to spell it, but uh, we can fact check it later and the results will be
0: in. Go. Don't look at your notes. I'm, I don't have... I, this, <laughs> mean, what do I have? Like, executive produced by McConaughey? Yeah, yeah. How do you spell it? <laughs> okay. Hold up. M C O N. A U G H E Y
1: E Y M C O N A U G H E Y Is that your final answer? <laughs> I can't remember Yeah it's my final Yo I, I tried spelling my it my final like answer t- 10 minutes I don't have it here uh, well, we, I mean, we... what kind
0: of, what kind of fucking, what kind of, what kind of game is this? Like, hey, by it's the a way, bad one. it's like he's say, guess which hand, and you'd be like, oh, the right one. And you're like, and you show them both <laughs> hands, just fucking nothing. In
1: oh, there. oh, oh, here it is, here it is, here, it is. M C C O N A U G H E Y. I was close.
0: I was in the ballpark.
1: Yeah. That double C. You missed the C. That's the uh, <laughs> Yo, let me show you how I spelled it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell me. M-C-O-N-A-H-U-G-H. Oh, God. Somebody needs to go back to <laughs> Elementary school. Elementary school. <laughs>
0: it's right across the street. Um, I walk in like peeping Tom. I just right through the door. <laughs> another uh, amazing set piece was uh, when they're entering in 2015, the desecrated, deserted Hoyt mm. Mansion. Yeah. Totally reminded me of Carcosa. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, Carcosa. Uh, this, the gate was creepy. You know what I mean? The spider webs looked a little proppy. I like when uh, they're Cobbles. in the car and like Hayes looks over at Roland. He's like, I guess you'll lead detective now. And Wes is like, You're goddamn right I am. What if we get caught? We're old and confused. Oh, that was the best, right? We're it's old us. old and confused. <laughs> you know, I mean, like. Here we are. It's us uh, watching this show. Give it up, this dwarf, man. Back on on my radar, man. Dorfassance. He was in this movie called Somewhere. I think I mentioned that last week. I couldn't remember the title. I looked it up. It's Sophia Coppola did it. He plays this like rock star um, that uh, hides out at the Chateau Mama on Sunset Boulevard. It's a great movie. But he's a great actor, and I'm so happy that uh, he got dwarfed. Dorfassance. Dorfy. Remember Dorf on Golf. Yeah, I do remember <clears> that. <throat> that was like a big VHS thing, man. I remember seeing that late night. People like, spend twenty nine ninety five for Dorf on golf. Your game will improve and you'll also have a laugh while watching it. <laughs> yeah. Yo, in the 80s, man, they went to fire Hayes, and that's why, that's why he was so unpissed back mm. there in the 90s because he agreed to take that desk job. Yeah, he didn't want to hurt. Wild you. Roland's like, don't do it. Wild you? Know? you mm you know what I know yeah I know what I know what I know what's going
1: on here you know how how did they find the pink room like how did Tom find the pink room how's everybody just got the
0: secret treasure map to the pink room behind that big safe door now I know everybody gets there I got got one line of dialogue from that previous you know that's it you're going to be a tapest probably a lot less bullshit (laughs) (laughs) love that
1: yeah, that was crazy. I mean... uh
0: But yeah, uh you do have a good point. I mean, all season long, Pizzy's just like, the door's open. Come on in, Scoop McDerry. We're in a room talking about top secret shit, not caring about what's what. Come get it. Well, here's the Come password to Area
1: 51.
0: It's uh, <laughs> Tom walks in. Look, I might have left out the secret to the JFK assassination on my desk. No big whoop. <laughs> you know, if you want to take a look. Uh, Tom's like, oh, yeah, so it was the... Uh, the Exxon Valdez sugar. disaster was caused by Bon Jovi. <laughs> um yeah man they're in the pink room and they're just so hear me out on this right go on hear me out on this because we all know if you listen to this shit right now you know how this this season ends but there's some always room for you know detective work this scene in the 80s when uh, hayes is uh walking out you know what i mean he's walking out the front Mm -hmm. door lots of times and as we know with some of the suspects that we'll reveal tonight, Pizzi shows his stuff. And there's this part, I don't know if you saw it. Hayes is leaving the the room. He's in the lobby. The camera stays on the right-hand side for just a moment. And we see this person who's being interviewed by another detective, right, bald head, wearing this like rusted, like yellow looking jacket. And like, I took note of it. I'm like, when he, like blinking, you'll miss it. There it is. You know? Was it Hoyt? Camera, Camera focuses on bald man in yellow jacket getting interviewed maybe and I'm it thinking was like, Hoyt. Oh, no, it was a younger guy no. because at that time. Well, yeah, that's a good point. So, I doubt it was Hoyt though. Chicken boss. Chicken boy. Yeah, man, that fence was great getting in there. Boom, let's just get straight to the pink room. I mean, like 25 years. Oh, man, yeah, and they got everything, man. They got all those drawings and shit, you know. Dude,
1: I, I wasn't even like I, I wasn't even saying dude yet at this point. I wrote a note of dude like four times later but uh even in the pink room i was just what is going on here oh my god you know just questioning
0: princess mary sir junius queen isabel i'm thinking to myself who's isabel who's man? isabel who's this player coming Who into, she? who's this player coming into my busy
1: party they mentioned isabel before but you know it was never yeah i mean it, they said they lost a granddaughter <clears throat> um I got this note. It says,
0: in the 90s, wild you mad at Hayes. <laughs> oh my God. How about that? How about the rolling holy shit fight? Oh man. So good. But you know, remember last week when I was talking about like how like their marriage was just basically built around uh, a dead boy and a missing girl? Boom. They literally said it. You know Case. what I mean? And like they're so mad at each other and like there's more resolution of that later. Um, you know, but she's like, what part of the case made you burn your suit at 3 a.m.? Are you cheating on me? <laughs> and in that moment right there, like, I just, I mean, like I said it last week, while wow, you, you know, not a suspect. Right. Not happening. Right. Uh, a lot of the things I read today, man, like there was a wild goose chase out there in the internet world. Still read it? At- Still no, I mean, wild. gone now. But <clears> that's <throat> the great thing about the episode, I think, is that so many things happen where it was just like straight, like, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh-uh. you got pizzied up in my
1: puzzle, pizzied, pizzy puzzle. <laughs> you got pizzy puzzle. The pizzy puzzle was jigsaw esque this year. It was just, it was. She's, she's like,
0: what part of the truth? He's like, the bad truth, the bad part. Yeah, oh, man, West Hayes, man. So I don't West. know what's going. So like this scene here in particular, we sh- we spend some time because you know at first i'm like okay what's he doing he's you know ordering himself a bud and a shot of jack and he's he looking gonna, for trouble trying to pick someone up is that the mm-hmm. hanky panky party okay because uh, you know all these be- illusions being that i'm a <laughs> Bond-caster. detective podcaster <laughs> you know i'm looking around the room when he comes in what's the first thing that comes to my mind because you know i've been hot to trot on this whole sprawl connection the bikers. The bikers. Was I'm, it the... I paused it. I'm looking at the jacket, you know, and I'm like, oh, man, is it Rust's, you know, party? Well, Miles, we'll have to see down the bayou. What was the name of their bike crew? I couldn't even make it out, but I knew it wasn't the jacket because the colors were distinctly different. But Ooh. I thought that would have been a great connection for Pissy. Pissy. Maybe he threw that in there for people like us. Probably. It sit, was a real you know? Donnybrook. But yeah, Westman just getting up and he's nasty, man. You know, he's like, "What kind of Frankenstein's monster are out there copulating to create all these hunks of shits
1: people in the world?" That was some dark writing, man.
0: Fucking Frankenstein's monster copulating. I think that might have been my favorite line this season on True True. Bobcast. Bobcast. Because if you think about Frankenstein's monster. You're thinking about the monster, not thinking about the doctor. And literally, oh I think that, God. you know, everybody like became like a version of a monster in this this season. You're
1: everybody. totally sprawling here on the true
0: <laughs> Podcast. True detective moment, man. I thought for a second straight, though, that bugger gang was connected. Yeah, Hayes
1: is a mama's boy, it turns out. Always following his mama's instructions, always trying to help his
0: mama out. Yeah, trying to save up, which well, she, she saved up money, or you know, he wanted to give his mom the money back if he got killed. You know, he didn't care. Well, I guess no. It's hard to care right, if you're a soldier in Vietnam. You're well, in that's that. why he went. If he yeah. died, his mom get 10 G. Something might have happened to him. You know, <clears throat> we could see he was fragile, falling in love that way, and stuff like that. But you know, we also uh, are treated to the origin story of uh, Roland West's love with the the, the four legged party features known as the. Stray dogs. West crying over the dog. West going. Oh, you know what that was? <laughs> That's the sound of the wrath of God coming down from Pizzy Heaven. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is true. This is the beginning of Dog West. is man's best friend. Dog is I got emotional during that. I own a dog. I get it. But this is the
1: beginning of West going his own way. Are you familiar with this? Men going their own way on the internet? Have you ever heard of these Yeah, days? I've seen some of them. Yeah. It's like they're not straight. They're not gay. They just don't they just interact. do it their own way. That's what West did, man. He just he did. went on his own path. He didn't need
0: nobody. I got a question for you because you've worked in restaurants and bars mm-hmm. and you know, parties like that. Yeah. What's the name of that little black thing at the top of the liquor bottle that prevents it from pouring too much of a shot? What's it called? A jigger. Okay. So, I did not know that, but I did notice that Roland West had a jigger out there on his bottle of Jack Daniels can you do that can you go into a bar and be like just give me the whole bottle he probably just ganked it in the 90s but now you can't do that like if you and I were like hey let's go down to the (laughs) pub and just buy a bottle of Jack Daniels you know how these people are nowadays everybody's scared and also too it's just like he just got his ass beat walking up in that bar and they they beat him really well and then after the beating he's like uh, just give me the bottle and I won't report it (laughs) you know well, he's police, you know? Yeah, exactly. What are they going to do? But he didn't look and him wearing the badge, though. Yeah, yeah, but... He wanted that beat down. Yeah,
1: he wanted to feel pain. He wanted to feel something. Very, he wanted to feel pain because of... uh
0: I mean, Rust had something <clears throat> very similar happen to him, you know? Yeah. Allowing the pain to come his way because he wanted to feel something, you know? But yeah, I mean, Christ, he's got the bottle of Jack. He's got smokes, you know? Dogs. Such a busy moment. Such a dwarf of science. <laughs> Yeah, and then we
1: uh, then we get hepped to the old Junius Watts. What the f- He starts coming in. Yeah, man, the, in. Fact,
0: the fact that, you know, like, uh, Hayes is just like, I'm going to call my friend the DMV and just get Watts' information. What, uh, Watts, man, phew, what a sad story, too, man. I mean, let's just get that out of the way, man. Like, the ending of this year season finale was so sad, man. Mm-hmm. I just felt empty afterwards. And not necessarily, I think, in a bad way, because the more like I process it, the more I think that it really was such a great pizzy puzzle here on the true Bob-cast.
1: We're gonna have to have Pizzycast once he starts doing his next I uh, next. Situations. I
0: know he responds on Instagram. You know what? It's funny, like when he responds <clears throat> back to fans, he just tells them straight up no. Or, yes, you know what I mean? Don't Like, people are, like, making connections about things, and he'll just be, like, straight like, no. And he did say it to us yeah. two or three weeks ago. There was no connection between those, those photographs. Wow, yeah. Uh You know, we we also were treated to uh, some sick-ass transitions in that car. Yeah. Going in and out of time periods. The camera And trickling. that's, like, always been the best part about True Detective, too. it's, like, also, too, like, I think... I knew this for a fact from screenplay writing, people really don't write car scenes no more because it's frowned upon by, because it's just like, oh, it's so easy. They're driving in a car. You know what I mean? Like, you don't really see it much unless it's like a Quentin film. Like Marvel doesn't have any things where it's just two people talking in a car. True Detectives got them great moments where you can see, you know, the intimacy of the, the, the partnership between the two detectives, but the time travel was awesome. Let's just call this car a place of silent reflection from here on
1: out. Yeah spouting all that weird shit. It basically means I'm not good at parties. Well, you're not good outside of parties
0: either. I wonder if they got that mini Jesus statue uh, in the Ozarks. It reminds me of the one from um, South America. Hey, look, I modified our uh, True Detective. Oh, look at Uh, that.
1: It's more fitting now. It looks like it's got
0: the little wire face. It's great. We have a doll here on our table. We podcast here in the True! Ooh. studio like anyone would have got the
1: pig masks or whatever from season two the pig masks <laughs> whatever that shit was.
0: um how about the fact when they rule at the Watts' house he's feeding chickens meta <laughs> <laughs> <Meta-pizzy. laughs> he, he turns around like i know y'all been coming for me for a long time 25 years man they've just been sitting You know, in true, true fashion, though, uh, I saw today in the news that um, in in real true detective land, DNA testing now is uh, getting people out of jail. This one guy was uh, accused of killing his wife and son in their apartment 30 years ago. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, proved him innocent. And they gave him like $21.2 million somewhere up there in Northern California. It's a crazy world we live in. But yeah, you know, the fact that Hoyt like took this Watts the one-eyed man into you know he, we we, all, we also learned how he got the injury he was a like hook. a butler wasn't he well he had he worked for the chicken farm first yeah then he lost his eye on one of them hooks mm. and i, I imagine because we now know chicken balls he probably felt all sorts of ways about that and sad because he's emotional yeah he is you know so he probably was like uh you can come work for me did hoyt even know about the pink room like i don't know man because you know like the way he's like i don't know shit like well, I, I guess I, he, if he, was, he's like it was alluded to that he was away a lot, he was on hunting trips right, and stuff right, like that. Right, right, right. So he was never around. And if you think about somebody that, you know owns a company like that, they're, they're the age that Michael Roker is, they're not really running their company. And like that Hoyt place, we never like it, it, was it Hoyt Mansion, like Wayne Mansion, you know Wayne Manor. Like, did he live there? Or was it just his daughter, you know? Mm. But we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, because that's
1: Julius. <coughs> Junius starts breaking. Junius, first of all. Junius. Uncle June. What kind of name is Junius, dude? It, it, it used to be around about. Really? Mm-hmm. It's almost as obscure as the name Jussie. It says here he went to work for Hoyt at a family estate. Uh, yeah, so this whole time I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. Here's Junius spilling the beans. He's talking about he's Isabella's, giving us everything. Isabella's family's car crash, which we've heard. What's about. What's going
0: on at this point here as you're watching? Is the lights flickering when you're finding out <laughs> literally the whole mystery of season uh, three? The lights were flickering earlier. I oh, was just man. the wind was howling. Yeah, but he really just gives us all in this like long exposition. Yeah, the whole case, you mm-hmm. know, and we're introduced to uh, Isabel Hoyt for the first time too. It's another I, blonde I, woman too. Do you know every? There's so many blondes in this that are like, you know, Eliza, we got Isabel, we got two girls, we got uh, the Mrs. Purcell, it's who, has, li- who said year. twice on the show this year that she had the soul of a whore. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: so Junius is spilling the beans. And just to get everybody on the same page, what the beans are is that Isabella is the daughter of Chicken Man. And she was married with a little daughter and they had a mm-hmm. car crash and the daughter and the husband died she went nuts went on lithium went on drugs holed up in the chicken hoit and then she began to see Ju- lucy parcell's daughter mm-hmm. outside in the Hoyt farm yeah. and wanted to play with julie purcell because she thought it was mary her daughter and they started playing started playing and then they got you know all well and it's a good time till someone loses an eye here will lost the eye by being knocked down and busted his head open on a rock Mm -hmm. put in a cave and then uh junius and isabella just paid off the, the soul of a whore um for the kid
0: you know the crazy thing too in this whole like part is how well detailed it is like that pink room with like the drawings you know the, the, the part where Isabel sees the Purcell girl outside for the first time the reflection in the mirror which was another it's mm-hmm. always a constant Pizzy but um is it a Pizzy or a sackum yeah it's all of them really man they're all bounded together in that true, tr- true. Whole true <laughs> universe it's like a sackum a Pizzy but yeah Julie was like happy to be in that pink room getting yeah. drugged up by lithium that's you know? crazy and then at that moment I realized to myself sitting in my chair listening and watching to true detective that it's not the sprawl it's not just the this sad sad so really personal sad. type thing yeah which really Ooh, is I like got the chills it's just it's such a great move for pizzy too because the easy thing really would have been to do i think is to give everybody what they want but he didn't uh he gave us this new like just sad tale of a family i know right it's not horror. a lot of families too it's
1: not a horror no you know this time it's not a I don't know what it is. Uh I I don't I I don't know what to call it. It's like a mystery, but it's just a it's depressing.
0: Well, we're hearing all this from Watts, you know, and Roland's obviously pissed off. He's like, "You Cyclops motherfucker." <laughs> Yo, West so from a now a on, June, Junius, he will be uh retiring as Cyclops. You're Cyclops. The... <laughs> Bobcast. Bobcast. Props to Cyclops for uh, spilling the beans in the entire plot. Yeah, it was interesting. It was and very interesting. And he's like, "Punish like, me!" I'm like, punish I'm looking at me! At the time, and I'm like, "Yeah, like kill me, kill me, kill me," you know? And like, uh, you don't want to live with it. And he looks at the shotguns mm-hmm. and he's like, "Fucking don't!"
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah,
0: man. The fact too, man, that we're, we're, Pizzy's taking us all over the place too. We're learning about shit. We're going back and forth. We also find out that um, Cyclops wrote a map for julie to get right. out of there yeah where the which is by the way she's just like you know she gets outside julie and she's like fuck this map <laughs> just drops it. she drops it right at right yeah. the gate the, the, the gardener's gonna come around gardener um tom you know, probably found like, hey, it. i found this map that uh looks like uncle june over there had <laughs> done in his second shorthand writings <laughs> but um yeah man her going to the convent in 97 you know and then, like, them claiming she got HIV, AIDS, yeah, what? she was buried, and, like, changed her name. Like, all this shit's going on, you know? And, like, I, I, I can tell at this point, too, that not only am I shocked, and I'm also taking notes as this shit's going on, but I'm yeah. just like, holy shit, man. How did he just take us, like, literally to a whole new section right. of the
1: universe? I felt like I was in a different world. Yeah. Yeah. Entertainment-wise and personally. And, yeah, uh, what's the line? It's always too late. You don't want to live with it. Fucking don't. So good. It's always too late. At this point, I'm sitting there being like, huh, well, they really just kind of sucked at, as detectives. They really fucking... Yeah,
0: They really. didn't catch
1: anything. They didn't do anything. Well, they anything. did go to
0: the Hoy Chicken uh, factory in the beginning, but I mean, I, I guess maybe it's Pizzi's way of saying that, you know, um, corporations can, you know... I, I don't know, distract. I mean, we can also talk about Thomas Wayne character, the guy that's pissed off at Hayes... For uh, allowing wow, you to write that, you know, article. There's so many other figures, too, that are questionable in this, like, finale. But, I mean, we're, we're pretty much led straight, you know, to the grave of Julie P. And then there, here comes another busy moment where I'm like, wait a minute. This case ain't ending so quickly? Who's this Gardener man? The Gardener we talked about earlier. Yeah, man. And this guy, Mike, I got it down. It's A-D-R-O-I-N. How do you, I think we say it, Adroin? Adroin. Adwan. <laughs> mm-hmm. but i got the note here but boy, beware the crew this was a this was a
1: this was a the negative of season one's gardener who was the murderer we yeah. saw this gardener we mentioned the gardener yeah uh i read that it was adion one of the kids they interviewed but i didn't you know put two and two together uh but he's back and you know
0: what this is where the little girl runs up um, yeah. The little girl runs up to Hayes, and at that moment too, I'm like, "Oh no, oh no!" Look at her. Look at her eyes. Look at her hair. It's getting pizzy in here. Pizzy. You know. So and what's I'm going like, on with Wild? at this point, after the. Oh, I horrible. got. I got this note, man. I got this note. We definitely should talk about too. I don't know if you picked up on it. I was hoping you would write a, full... a lot because I was in my own fucking. Yeah, I got a. I got a bunch. Mental you know? state. And for that part with the book, I mean, like, yeah, her book and stuff like that. She's definitely the goat because we've got all that material in there. But before that, after we meet the gardener man, you know, adjuance, you know, and he's walking away. And then, you know, we're taken to this other scene. And I don't know if you noticed this with the music, but the music that was playing after it feels like we've just wrapped the whole case mm-hmm. up is the ethereal ambient music used in season one. When rust is in his hospital bed looking mm-hmm. out the window at the stars whoa if you go back and watch it it's the same thing and i love that beautiful music too because it's just so like godly you know like godlike um, yeah. so i'm thinking like oh there's something there um and now you know we're introduced to the idea that uh roland and um perp are gonna live together and it's like a, such an all moment they hug each other for an extended period of time mm-hmm. everything seems like it's wrapping up you know yeah but You get that feeling deep down inside, oh shit, there's got to be something else.
1: Yeah, he's like, I don't feel like we got closure, to you? Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean?
0: And then the book comes into play, and the book is Life and Death and the Harvest Moon, you know? Yeah. And the fact um, that uh, Perp never read it, you know, because uh, a lot of people talk about being a stubborn uh, husband. I've written a few scripts. My wife hasn't read all of them. It happens between married couples, you know what I mean? Um what if you know like so like the way that this goes down is just so insane because I don't think I've ever seen it before in like a scripted television series or a major motion picture but we get this like reveal that either could be a hallucination or a flashback or just Perp's mind just firing off these brain cells you know where she's basically telling him well actually he opens the book right and goes right to the page right about Mike Adwan. Always being in
1: love with, which is so fucking
0: beautiful, And he was Luke Skywalker, remember that? We talked about that way back in the first episode. One of the kids was going to be Luke Skywalker, I think, for uh, Halloween. Was that him? Mm -hmm. The gardener? He was the one that waved as they rode by. Yeah, but he also uh, was, um let me think here. He was uh, being interviewed by Roland, and Roland told him, good job, son, or something to that effect. And wild, yeah. So we had seen him before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same amount of time I think as we saw. Uh, he was the same guy at the, the Garden Green. Scars.
1: Yeah, but yo, that closure line, not getting closure, even though you know what the heck's going on, is like I'm going through something right now, and it's like the same exact feeling. I know it hits, and I just I I, I couldn't breathe almost. I was just watching this pizzied out
0: the nuns conspired man the nuns conspired together they knew she had a hard life they saw that she fell in love with this guy who was a good dude you know they faked her death didn't bury nobody down there they just move off well actually they don't really move far I think they move maybe like two twenty-five minutes down the block you know what I mean but like um, she keeps saying what if there's another story
1: a story within
0: a story and I'm just like where am I I'm like I'm
1: crying at this point It's so true. True. (laughs) It's a fucking love story.
0: There's so many things to take from this too. It's a love story. It's also, there's many different ways to look at it, but we need to get through the entire script before we can actually make some, some interesting uh, assumptions as to what Pizzi was trying to say. But you know what? I kept thinking to myself, okay, so like Hayes is experiencing this, right? He looks up the address. He's got it. Why not call Roland west instead he just gets in the car and goes by himself
1: it's like what's been going on since the 80s he's caught in these states of mind that just don't let him
0: touch what's really happening so i mean he gets all the way up there you know and he's there <laughs> and then we see that moment where he's like oh i don't i don't know where i'm at you know oh my god so he calls up henry borg see how cyborg cyborg Mixed them together. Yeah. He doesn't know where he's at. You know, he's missing. You know, like, I keep... Call Roland, dude. Call Roland West. The whole thing's solved. You know what I mean? Like, you can't remember? So then, like, he gets out the car, man. You know, we presume this is Julie, you know, Purcell and her daughter. It looks just like that woman in the faded
1: gray security camera footage of the convenience store that her fingerprints showed up in. She calls
0: the kid Lucy. Yeah. Yeah, she calls him Lucy. I mean... And then, you know, she tells him the location, he tells Henry Borg, she offers him water, he says, I am parched, and then we get a little bit more out of that piz. Dude, this is where Pizzy straight pizzied us. Yes.
1: This is where I just felt completely pizzied. I was like, oh, God. Did you wipe what it off with a I? pizzy towel? Nah, I just, like, consumed it. That's good. I wanted to become a part of it. He says to her, uh, uh, I don't know the hour and the day title
0: of episode four. He slips that in. Hey, uh, Henry Borg asks where uh, Hayes is. He's like, I'm in Greenland. I'm a green ears. Green eared spaghetti monster. (laughs) (laughs) Take me to the fox and hound.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, you just have this wash of tension swathed over you with emotion.
0: And then just the same loss of it all. Of it all. Yeah. Of it all. It's just. And what, we were also talking about like, like people remembering shit. But you know, I mean, there is this one point. How many times have you watched the finale? Just the once. Okay, so I went back and watched the ending. Right. And there's this moment where um, she gives him the glass of H2O. Yeah. And her sparkle in his eye. Sparkle in his eye. And that's the beauty of Mahershala, who also won that motherfucking Academy Award. I know. You're getting a little Don forgetful. Him.
1: I know. We talked about that early. I am. At my old age. But yeah, man, he did give her that glimmer. Why didn't little Lucy recognize the guy she just bumped into today, a day before? True. True.
0: True. But I mean, I don't know, it's such a weird ending, man. And then, you know, he's taken back home. It's not over. It's I not mean, over. It,
1: it's not over for me yet at this point mm-hmm. because I still didn't even get the gut punch sucker punch personal finale oh yeah wash over dude yeah
0: the ending really i mean hits but i mean the fact that the address is taken by henry borg Mm -hmm. you know and he's ready to crumble it up but then he doesn't crumble it up he takes it out puts in his pocket what's he gonna do with that is he gonna go back to liza true criminal you know true like check this out but then i read online and this isn't like an idea of mine but somebody was saying that um like uh, he takes the note back, and then they go and ruin Julie's life, and it's like the circle of like, <laughs> fuck. She could never do well. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Oh, oh my but God. Uh, I got I the note here. What monster lurks, Pizzy? I'm questioning Pizzy at this moment in the script because I know something's gonna happen. It's gonna blow my mind. You know? Yeah. I mean. And then you know. West shows up wearing them badass sunglasses. Old West, still upright. Yeah, I'll take glass. I love him, man. He's such a great character. <laughs> I know, man. He's, he's in the legion. A... He's in the legion of true, you know, just he's got that... characters.
1: Scow. He looks like he's an... got that thing. He looks like an Eric Larson drawing.
0: Yeah, out there getting his ass kicked with the dogs. But yeah, man. And then they're just all sitting there. And then, well, let's talk about the fact too: the daughter. The daughter shows up out of nowhere. And also too, I, it's a little mixed up for me too, because like in my mind now going over it, so he gives Henry the address, but then his daughter shows up. Right. They came together so that she could drive the car home. His car. Oh, okay, I didn't pick that up. Th- All right, good. I thought you picked that up. Here on the true, true, true
1: Bobcast.
0: But yeah, man. Oh God, man. As soon as I saw those two kids on the bikes. Yeah, right? They really got to come full circle like that. Full Pizzy. Like, Pizzy?
1: yo. What? Like, your brain is just like the pie number. Yeah,
0: and it's just like, oh my God, man. This is it, you know? And then we super tight shot on perp right into his eyeball perp looks scared and before we move
1: on you gotta ask um is this whole season the chaotic time jumping misleading misdirection uh his account his account sitting on that porch the whole time could be because he keeps that, yeah. forgetting it, he keeps remembering. Mm-hmm. He keeps forgetting, and Pizzy always said, Pizzy. he said that this is the dream, three dreams in one man's mind. So you got to think that, like the bikes, the bikes, the eyeball oh, yeah, it starts, it's just it. Th- mm. This whole
0: season took place in that one moment. Him sitting there on the yeah, that's not really good. Throughout good. time, um, yeah, the tight shot on Hayes, and then we're thrown back into the bar. Mm. We're wild, yeah. Is it you know? the bar? Or is yeah, it where she that, comes home? I think this is the VFW. Um, yeah, we're back in the bar in the 80s when Perp decides to take Wildia back. Uh, well, let's flashback ourselves because we skipped over the
1: part where Wildia comes to the Purple Haze house to get the scoop on why she hasn't talked to him Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot 80s. about that scene. I
0: don't know why I didn't write it. There was a line. What does I, he say? You got that line? No. we he's talking about some annoying. I was crying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah she was just giving him hell. Dog, I
1: gotta be I gotta I just gotta get it out. You yeah. know, maybe maybe it helps, I don't know. But I'm involved in a situation again where, you know I I had that box just a couple weeks ago, you know what I mean? I had to mm-hmm. give that fucking box back. I'm sitting there watching it, I'm fucking screaming. Like yeah, how man. is this how is this how am I watching this? Like how are they fighting? How do they care about each other? How are they exchanging All this information, and I'm just like pulled into it. So then we
0: swoop into the eyeball, right? And we are back at the Mm -hmm. bar. And what's going on in this bar? I had seen happen before. Okay, so in that bar, man, it's basically like it's them like reconciling, you know, and like him like drunk at the bar with alcohol again, in that pizzy fashion, smoking cigarettes. It's in the '80s, right? yeah it's in the 80s and like basically you know in that scene it's like you can think about how you're gonna propose and I can think about if I'll accept and us as the viewers know it's the beginning of the relationship where they decide to go forward and eventually get married it was a heavy scene definitely um, I was screaming at the dialogue it's insane I felt like really. both
1: characters going yeah. through what I'm going through right now I swear to you I I, 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 so put, I really was got freaking you. out because he got you Pizzy, I'm the bullseye. He is the marksman. Uh,
0: this the scene ends in a blinding white light, right? Hopeful, walk, kind of yellowish exit. too, in a way. Eighties yeah. <laughs> tinge. And uh, I think there's a tinge of music. And then we think that we're done, and we're not. And the <laughs> shots dark, dark in that pizzy fashion. Well, you know what this is, right? You know what I will once we to. once we, yeah I have my own assumptions, but I mean it's it's him in his recon mode. Well, he, his name purple. He
1: always said that he used to think about life before Vietnam mm-hmm. and after Vietnam. And then after that case, it was before the case and after the case. So in the 80s, when he looks through the jungle and wa- looks at us and walks through the jungle, mm-hmm. that's not Nam. That's his future. That's the whole entire season. Him walking into that jungle.
0: Yeah, there's there's that. I mean... It's a great ending you know i mean but i have a much different take on it it was hopeful to me it was hopeful so, please god let it be hopeful I, I think it's hopeful i mean my version's not really that much different but I, I i feel as if like the two things we saw are two things that forever changed Hayes's life and when we super tight mm-hmm. zoom onto mm-hmm. uh perp's eyes mm-hmm. that look of fear mm-hmm. replaced then with the look of oh i'm cool is, is Hayes dying I think oh. Hayes died there on that porch man and I think he, well, that's what we saw was that the two things that changed his life for either the good or the bad or it could be argued that it's him also I, I do like your your um, assumption as well but that's the great thing It's my main point that Pizzi did is that he ended it in a way where it's talked about for years and years to come you know mm-hmm. what I mean because it's a, a classic moment like The Sopranos when Tony Soprano gets whacked You don't really know if he does or not. You know what I mean? We don't know what happened to Perp. You're right. He'd fucking die, dude. Right? I mean, like, it could be that way or it could be your way. I like your way better because it's very positive. But that look, when the camera zoomed, I was like, oh, no. At first I thought he was going to die. You're right. Look, because then we go
1: back in time. Yes. We go from his death to the Walia
0: to the Nam. Yeah. And Nam is the thing that, like, messed him up, you know, where it changed oh, his my whole trajectory. God, dude. Tr- like, also, too, I think that last scene is, like, us seeing him become Purple Haze, you know? Yeah. Like, that look in his eye. He's got that canister on his shoulder. He's entering the bush completely camouflaged. Like, he's just, like, these are the two things that I did that completely changed my life. Because if he didn't go to Vietnam, he never would have met wow, you He wouldn't have been a LARP. You know? But I mean, there's so many different ways to look at it. But I can tell you some of the things that the critics were saying. Go Entertainment we- Weekly hated it; they gave it a C. Um, I, I was, I moved on, and I went to the New York Times immediately. They called it superb. Mm. Indie Wire, satisfying. <laughs> it's like we're all over the place. And Uprock said the plot went about 50 50 degrees to the left. We thought we would go. Yeah, it did. But you know, I I. I uh, at first i was shocked at the ending i just sat there and i was just like wow what did he just do to us oh, yeah you know and no the fact that you know all season i'm sitting here in the lounge screaming about the sprawl connection <laughs> right wanting that so bad yeah but then not getting it but understanding the reasons for not getting it i salute Pizzy on that you know what i mean because that's what life is like because you had this one version of it i had this one version of it Everybody that's listening to the podcast right now has their version of it, and that's the cool thing. And the I miss to continue it.
1: The mystery was love this year, you know.
0: Yeah, it was. But also, Who love fell in love with
1: Julie Parcell. Love that was based on a murder. Isabel fell in love with Julie. Mike Adion fell in love with Julie. They fell in love with the because idea of, of Julie. Wallya and Hayes fell in love because of Julie. But yeah, man. I, I remember saying it was going to be a hopeful season in the beginning, and it was going to be light. But this is just this neutral, like
0: satisfaction, yeah. like an ambivalence. Well, I mean, there's a couple of things that were left unsolved, actually. So we mm-hmm. never know what happens to Lieutenant Dan. Remember Lieutenant Dan, the uncle, found in the ditch. We don't. I mean, landfill. That that would mean that Tom did that. You know what I mean? Because the timeline of Tom going there, and yet, I don't think we saw Tom actually leave that hotel room. If we did. We couldn't put it past po- Tom to go back there and just do that to the uh, to Uncle Lieutenant Dan. Papa him off. We also don't know exactly what happened to Wildia. Some of the things I read online was that she just lived a full life. Well, that was she was in the f- the
1: obscure timeline mm-hmm. when Hayes didn't have the full purple hair or mm-hmm. full full gray hair. Just the like light <laughs> like little gray. How great
0: would it be if we went back <laughs> and recolored his hair for the whole movie?
1: Yeah, that would be the uh, millennial be purple haze.
0: But yeah, um. I just uh man. the journey i, I, I the journey I, was the destination. there's so many things that are to be said about this. it's just so there's so many different aspects you know um, ah, I'm just speechless at the moment because it was just such a thing where I was just like, oh, I don't know which way to interpret it, and I sat there and I started thinking about it more and more, and I started coming up with different versions in my head, like, okay, so what does that last image mean because we never went to Vietnam. Then I start thinking about like what happens to people when they go to Vietnam. I think about PTSD, I think about stuff like that. I also think about the way that, that scene looks and the way that he looks. And I start thinking about things like Agent Orange and I think about the effects that it has on people and the things they see and the things they do, you know? So we don't know anything about what Nick's True intention was on True, True Detective. Dude, I'd be sitting there. I'd be picking at my skin. Yeah, you do that, man. I don't with, do like, that With like tension watching this show? I just, ooh, I just bite it. Bite that. But yeah, man, I think the message too is find each other after the fighting's done. It's the same thing as season one, too. Season one
1: ended on the middle ground. They got their guy, they didn't get the sprawl. Mm hmm. But it was positive because the light was winning against the darkness.
0: Yeah, it's true. Season two was just darkness. Yeah, it was really dark. But this
1: season was light, man. He dies by a tree. Was light. Yeah.
0: yeah, it was a great story, man. I'm sad it's over, but you know, like the eight chapters are just so well. I mean, like when you go back and watch it, it's like right, probably in front of you, you know. Yeah. I mean, A, the first season you could watch over and over again. The second season you only wanted to watch once because it sucked. Think about all the times that Cyclops is like showing up at public events, yelling at you. He's yelling at her because he knows that, you know, Julie had a good life. And then he, well, no, he's accomplice. He helped her escape with the map. So like he just wants that to go cold. But basically he's right there. I know, right? He's right there. And I can't even remember what it was that debunked the detectives off of. Cyclops in the first place.
1: The, the race. They got kicked
0: out of the trailer park by like a riot. Is that when he got kicked? Yeah. 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 So many things, man. So many ways. And I wonder <sighs> if like he had this idea in mind, you know, or he found it. Did you just start writing these scripts or did you just start from the, you know, the end and go back to the beginning? And this season, it really
1: touched on uh, hot media topics, the kind of topics you bring up in conversation and people get upset, but then they hear about them on the news and they get triggered
0: and turned on and hateful. So since since the last true bombcast, you know, we uh, learned that Jesse Smollett was uh, taken in because of uh, the false, you know, the hoax, the hoax, you know, and that whole thing just sucks, man, because it affects so many different people in so many different ways and allows bigotry and hatred to continue. And that fucking sucks, you know? I but hope that... We we touched on it last week, but
1: I hope that the media wises up to promoting all this division and hate.
0: They won't, man. They love it. They love it. They'll exploit it into the end. They'll keep it going and going until the chicken man turns But why? Why do they do it? They have to benefit. For viewership, um, for commercials... For ratings. For ratings, for, you know, to be the best, shit like that. People are so fucking weird, man. Let me ask you a question. I don't know why anybody does anything.
1: They did say, let me ask you a question in this episode. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you. It's funny we brought up Vickersberg. Yeah, we haven't done him in so long. But, um, yeah, so, you know, let me ask you a question. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> i'll take over it's okay wait 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 what were we just talking about the media the just this, the that. media oh okay so and all right. listen all right um put on your uh you know how they have spoiler alerts yeah like put on your trigger alerts okay all right everyone put on your trigger alerts all right i think i've got mine on you know we all talk about diversity right and they want to diversify the TV and the movies and the Oscars and the awards. And they want to diversify to help people feel better about who they are as people. Great. Great concept. But let me ask you the question. Does wanting diversification to make people feel better kind of admit or prove that media, television, etc., can be used as a manipulation, brainwashing
0: tact? Without choosing sides. I really can't choose sides in that because I don't... I mean, who knows, man? God, we are so just screwed, aren't we? Mm-hmm. We're yeah. so screwed. No, yeah, totally. We're so t- stuck in the machine. Can't get out. This is what I'm talking We're, like, about. We're looking at the washing machine. The washing machine's just like, next cycle, keep going. Keep like, going. Spin l- him around. Spin them l- l- around. Fox News l- coming l- to get
1: you. Listen to me one more time, okay? Diversify TV so people can feel good about themselves. We need to have more good news. Well, true that, but, yo, know, if... Diversifying TV does make better people feel better about themselves. That kind of gives admission that television can brainwash people. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's Halloween 3. Right? Oh, here we go again. Boom. And it's it's like... Like, good or bad, yo, like... Yeah, I agree. Like, what the fuck? Like, what's the point?
0: I don't know, man. I don't know what we're going to do as human beings. It's Maybe getting we worse can all put our phones worse.
1: down every once in a while.
0: That'd be nice if you could put your phone down,
1: you know? Speaking of putting your phone down, we've got that? a little band uh, called Pocket tile and uh, we're working on a new song. It's called Put Your Phone Down. We're hoping to debut it here on the Bobcast in the
0: forthcoming weeks. You know, I was toying with the idea of changing the name straight to True Bobcast. Oh, and just get investigative on it. I look it up, you know. Wow. I'd ask people to engage, but they don't do that. You know, they're like, nah, I got to scroll on to the next thing because my ADD is so bad. (laughs) My ADD, you ADHD, know? F- My G-D-D-B-B. ADD, my ADHD coming to get me. Oh, I can't think about nothing but <laughs> doing what I want, clicking what I want, buying what I want. We got to put our phones down every once we in gotta, a while. We got to, Spike Lee say, said last night on the Oscars, do the right thing. Do the right thing. Did you see that when he got the, he won? No, I was watching True. <laughs> it was great, man. It was great. I loved every moment of it. But um, yeah, the fact that you know Mahershala One, he's great in Green. Have you seen Green Book?
1: No, I got to check it out now.
0: Oh, it's great, man. I I loved it. It was such a great movie. But there is some controversy about that film as well. Some people claim that it's uh, the message is also about a white man um,
1: helping, go, a, yeah,
0: helping an African American man. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just like, oh my god, dude. Just let it go, man. I don't go, even man. see color, man. I don't let see color at all. I Listen, don't see color.
1: I read a poll. I read a study about race relations and how back in 2001 2002 70% of black people thought that race relations were good in this country mm-hmm. and 65% of white people thought and now they're lower. Oh, that's the worst. Like what happened, yo? Ugh. Did your life get worse with other races or whatever? Mine didn't. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? D- like wh- like what? People I- that's like why, bad. man? Like why they got to do this? We had it figured out in the '90s. We did. We, we had did. it figured out. Cross colors. Whatever. We had it.
0: Our city, Our city hall. Come on, man! I was obsessed, man. And look, it's not That's just a good one point. Side I like other. that. I like that.
1: It's the d- decline, but it hasn't declined. Nah, but things the, are like, better.
0: I think '94. We were all tight. '95, '96,
1: '98, boom, '99. Nine eleven brought us together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. After that, yeah. Remember, remember in L.A like it, this wasn't a thing
0: no like there it wasn't a hot topic yeah i mean like everything's changed because of technology man we're screwed we're it's screwed so corny, with that thing dude it would be nice like, to get rid of it like yo
1: yes it's brought it to the light but it also forced the light into our or the darkness if you will into our lives because when we were living our lives 10 13 years ago mm-hmm. Our lives didn't reflect all this chaos. Everyone we met didn't have this terrible story about how people treat each other. But now we're just inundated with these terrible stories about what happens at a fricking Cracker Barrel. Like I didn't hear nothing going wrong in my Cracker Barrel a block away.
0: But now I hear Everything about what's going on in Mark. yeah, yeah, just tree down accident on the West Country and Bridge. Like so many things, where you're just like, oh my god, here we go with the bad news. The weather right now, dude. Like what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Fifty mile per hour winds, saturated ground, trees falling. I mean, like, uh it, things were so much better back in the '90s, man. I wish we can go back just for one day. And one don't day. leave out, don't leave out the '2000s, man. Two
1: thousand five, six, seven, eight, nine. Think about it.
0: Yeah, I know, man. There's such a great period of time where everything was just innocent still, and there was no worries. You know, we had just gotten over commercialism of television. We were literally the same as the '60s, the '50s. You we know? were like, free. Our communication, the internet, was free. In
1: the two thousand
0: eight, I remember when it first came out. I was not really interested in it. I was like, ah, oh, that's just a thing. It'll be away. It'll be gone next month. Dude, I'm gonna start a podcast called The Interesting Net,
1: <laughs> where I talk about all this bull crap and just prove it wrong. The Interesting Net. The Interesting Net. Ah, <laughs> uh,
0: man, you know. But this is what True Detective brings out. True Detective this is what it forces it all out, man. Dude, us How about to the owner of the Patriots, man?
1: You know, he got a Swifty McJiggleton to the right. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but you know, if there is trafficking uh, involved, where there's bad, you know, living he's situations, not that shit's there's terrible. no
1: evidence of that. He just but got I mean, like, okay it's much. also
0: too. It's just like, I mean, like, he owns the Patriots, man. Like, he's got all this money. I like, can't. He just <laughs> he's say, lazy. Can't you stay home? What do you gotta go? To, what do you gotta go to the shopping mall for, man? What are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, he went to the parking lot. Not that I condone his behavior of any kind, but Jesus. And, like, you know, it all happened at once, too, the other day. It was like, you got Kraft, then R. Kelly got popped. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was like the whole, like, Jesse, everything happening over there in Chicago. Like, oh, my God, man. It's a wild, wild world, man. We all know it. But, yeah, Pizzy did a great job this year, man. It was such a great
1: ride doing these episodes, you know? Yeah, look, man. Again, we see the wild world more than we've ever seen it before on the wild world of the internet. But our day-to-day lives when we interact with humans tell me tell me i'm wrong tell me we observe all this treacherous bullshit every fucking day i don't
0: we do we live in the sprawl dude i
1: I don't know I feel love in my real life IRL when I walk outside my door and I meet people oh, I, feel I do too love. yeah I, I
0: know what you mean I
1: feel love man I and just I, think like I, I just feel bad for people that you,
0: our interactions with people are different than the current climate of like us as a whole you know if you talk about us in general where we're going it's very scary it's very scary and uh it raises a great concern for me it's gonna take over weekends I've been leaving the phone like away Put your phone you know? down. Put your phone And then I'll down. go back to it, and there'll be like four or five things that I probably really should have addressed, you know, in real time. Yeah, man, we got it. You a, know?
1: We got it. I a, hate that, man. I hate it, get... you know?
0: I remember That'd saying, like, lie. you know, people like going to the Bahamas and stuff, I just mm. give me like seven dates. Just take me uh, <laughs> take me under into that pizzy universe. Strap me to a gurney. Lobotomize me. But yeah, man, in conclusion, you know, the, off. the ending we got, man, phew, man, it was... Like, when I first experienced it i was in shock yep and i imagine everybody that's listening to this was still in shock and there's no way around it except you know that it's the true fashion of pizzy to put us in a circle it was the complete opposite of the end of the first season on like a hundred ways yeah and you know take it or leave it you know i i like both of our versions my version's a little bit dour with hayes dying on the porch yours with him you know i think our version's uh, conv- coalesced conv- and yeah.
1: like went back in time dog he died time he travel. met Wildia he went into the forest and those were the moments in his life and maybe season uh maybe ep- 1980 was the jungle 90 was Wildia. Yeah. now was his death not 80 was season 1 90 was season 2 2015 season 3 but maybe they're alright maybe everything's okay and maybe everything's alright
0: you know it's kind of strange that his favorite characters are Batman and Superman or Isn't excuse the me, silver Batman surfer? And Silver Surfer. Um, so like Batman's like the world's greatest detective and the Silver Surfer is like a cosmic, like traveler. Yeah. He like goes, out for, he goes out for Galactus to mm-hmm. find planets for him to eat. And if you think about that, Perp was kind of like that in a way. He was a great detective, but he took us on this cosmic trip. Yeah, he did. Throughout the history of his life. Here on the... True... True. Bye. Make it love you. Love uh, you too, Bobby. I love being a part of uh, this uh, detective work we do. Yeah. You have to come back sometime here on the Bobcast, you know. And to all the listeners out there who are sad, and to all the listeners out there who are happy with the ending they got in true pizzy fashion, we're going to leave you tonight with a theme song from this year's season of. <laughs> And that little this morning I need to be ready baby. Hey, man, you love this bed I got it. little this morning